0: ladies and gentlemen guys and gals non-binary palace so and a technical rainbow in between this is modular media wrestling podcast i am your host chris boingo rider gasson and with me as always is my tag team partner
1: the vacuuminator and folks it's 2021 this shirt i'm wearing it shouldn't be relevant anymore and yet in the first week of the year Two days before my fucking birthday, no less. Some people made it relevant again. That's all we're going to say on the subject, but uh, I'm pretty fucking upset. Thank God for wrestling because I might have <laughs> lost
0: my sanity this week without it. Yeah, but this is Modular Media Wrestling Podcast, the wrestling podcast for two yokels. Uh, just talk about the wrestling they liked in the week. Uh, we got some, uh, There's a lot of things to talk about. One thing, we didn't watch, so we can't really talk about it. Um, we'll get to that. But this is a thing with on media. It's the worker cooperative, creative bullshit, whatever. If you know, you know. If you don't, you'll fucking ask us, whatever. Yeah.
1: Uh, exactly. Uh,
0: hopefully, I think this should... This podcast should be the first one that goes up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever... Hold on.
1: (coughs) Are you okay? Are you dying?
0: I've had a weird cough in my head all day. So if I cut out every once in a while, that's why. Uh, We're going to be trying to put this out on uh, more traditional podcasting platforms, not just the YouTubes
1: yeah first first show of the year new year this is like the first is this the third year of modular because i know it's the third year of aew
0: it might be i don't know
1: but like yeah new year we're doing some new stuff we're working on some things we've got a few new projects in development that we're not quite ready to talk about yet but i just teased them there so there you go um Stuff's happening, people, and it's exciting. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or watching this on Spotify, hi.
0: Very enthused. Very, very enthused. Mm-hmm. But we got to talk about some Japanese shit that neither of us watched. Or you watched part of it, but... I
1: watched... Uh, okay so japanese wrestlemania was this week everybody and uh it was at the beginning of the week and it's been a bit of a week so i did watch some of it i did actually watch some of wrestle kingdom this year i can barely remember it um abushi had a very long match that was very good i watched that i don't remember most of it i just remember those details uh and I heard Jay White is being a little bitch and saying he might quit. And that's also probably a work. But also some people really want it to be like, oh, he's going to be at the
0: Royal Rumble kind of a thing. I. It's a work. It's It has to be a work. He's a, like, he went through the New Japan Dojo system. Yeah. Like. But yeah, that was, that's all we know of Wrestle Kingdom. It sure did happen. I know Mox, like, oh, cut a promo or something. Uh,
1: yeah, I watched Mox's promo, and I was gonna say, uh, the, the, the Tamatonga and his brother won the tag titles. Good nice. for them.
0: Wait, so every major tag title in the world right now, other than WWE, but they don't count, is fucking bullet clubbed? Kinda. And if you want to be weird and pedantic, technically, the in. Wait, is NXT currently the, the NXT belts currently on an undisputed era?
1: Dude, I haven't watched NXT in so long.
0: I'm because dude, technically Adam Cole was Bullet Club, so if you can But if the tag of... belts are on
1: undisputed era, it's not on him. It's nah. going to be all like O'Reilly and Fish. I, no,
0: O'Reilly's fucking going after Finn Balor.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I did see something about that.
0: So if anybody it's uh Roderick, uh, Roderick is the other person it would be. Mm. But, yeah. No, um, because, uh, we'll get to it later, but, like, Bullet Club and Tag Team, name been better combo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um... Did you watch Being the Elite, Chris. I
0: watched the first half of it.
1: Hey, good man, good man. Um, so how are how are we handling
0: this then? Um, Jesus Christ, that lounge, that lounge. It it was not. It was, it was a nice. I don't know if it's gonna be the the final bit. For dark order and bte it's not but it's like the final version of that bit
1: and it's i a would requiem for that version of the dark order because oh, yeah. you know they're going to get slightly i i think they're in the process with what we saw on dynamite this week they're in the process of being slightly repackaged
0: i definitely think so i think what might happen this is just me being speculative and just going like i think this would be cool to just kind of make them slightly edgy like really good friends. Mhm. Kind of make kind of like none of them have the look, but kind of make them like the weird emo kids that that only hang out with themselves. I mean,
1: just going off of their BTE sketches, they're just a bunch of dipshit gym bros who hang out all the
0: time. Dipshit dipshit gym bros that listen to mindless self-indulgence.
1: Yes. Um and uh like man I thought I had done all my crying and then Eddie Kingston man that fucking speech
0: yeah like Eddie Kingston has been a has seemingly been a great get for aew just because in ring he's been phenomenal and on mic, he's been great character work has been excellent and now he just seems to be like a really good mark better way to describe it it spiritual leader of aew.
1: I was gonna say, just from that promo, promo, just from that bit alone, it it comes off like he's the heart and soul
0: of the locker room, and that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, but that that was. Oh God, that was a burp.
1: Yeah, it was Jesus.
0: That was that's all I remember from being the elite. So if you want to run down some of the uh, SNL skits
1: yeah um so that there was this that what we were talking about was essentially two parts of the opening which was a whole montage of what happened at behind the scenes at dynamite this week and then we got what was probably meant to be last week's being the elite just slightly re-edited because uh it opens with matt hardy coming in and talking to private party um about getting them contracts and there's like a really obvious like they do the same editing cover up for we're inserting a bit here that i did in what if megaforce was good when i insert that bit about expounding upon jake and noah being in a power ranger fan club because i had forgotten to record it um where it's just like footage with obviously differently recorded audio um but it's like matt hardy comes in and he goes hey guys you you celebrating you celebrating or are you you drowning your sorrows after having made us lose um well listen i want to really step up our trainee program but in order to do that i'm going to need you guys to sign contracts with me that allow me to take 30 percent of your take from all of our matches are you willing to do that and they're like i don't know man that's that's kind of a lot and he's like yeah but think about it if we do this if we really commit to this bit we could be kings of aew and can you really you put a price on being kings just a thought just a thought i'll leave you with it at least till wednesday i'll leave you with it um uh then we get uh Leva Bates uh, being confronted by Kip Sabian, and he's like really nervous. He's like, uh, "Leva, Leva, everyone's saying you let me win. You, you didn't let me win, did you? Can can, can can Okay, you didn't let me win. That's great. Can you can you tell all the viewers at home? Can you can you can you reply to everyone on Twitter and let them know that you didn't let me win, please? And she's like, "I'll say it to the camera, but I am not taking the issue time to say it to the fans. Goodbye, Kip." Um. So just a so fake gamer dude. boy.
0: Fake gamer
1: <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah. Um then there's a really weird bit where Vicky Guerrero is sitting in her dressing room waiting for hair and makeup, wearing like one of those poncho things you get at a barber shop. Um and she gets really frustrated and tired of waiting, and she starts trying to take it off and it goes over her head. And then Brian Pillman Jr. walks in and he's like, oh, sorry, sister, I didn't mean to disturb you. And she's like, I'm not a nun! But what if I was? And she buys nun costumes for herself and Nyla Rose and we get it to be continued.
0: Is your gimmick on BTE gonna be fetish cosplay? Really worried it is? Because if it's not, that's that's a common fetish cosplay.
1: Yeah. And like, here's the thing. Vicky Guerrero is wearing a normal nun costume. Nyla Rose is wearing an obviously fetishized one.
0: I can't really complain, really. I mean, like,
1: I'm not into it. But I'm not saying there's people who are. Uh, Did you know Vicky Guerrero streaming on Twitch? I did not. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Like, you go on Evil Uno's uh, Twitch page uh, and you see the ones that go, he goes like, hey, these are people you should go also follow. Vicky Guerrero's there. Mm -hmm. That's how I found it. Mm. That's nice. good for her. Vicky Guerrero. Uh, Gamer. And then
1: we get probably the quickest BTE championship match so far uh, because John Silver sets up, hey, we're going to do that TikTok meme from like three years ago where you do a spin kick and try and uh, clip the top off of a bottle. Uh, yeah, yeah, And he goes first and just automatically does it. <laughs> and Marco Stun is like, what the
0: fuck? This is bullshit. I just got screwjobbed. <laughs> Marco's son has been having a shitty week. He has. He
1: really has. We'll get more into that as we go along. Um, and then BTE ends this week with a music video for uh, Matt Hardy's theme, except they added lyrics to it. It's now called Ghost Town. Is okay. Is very is very obviously set within the Broken Universe. So I'll give it that.
0: Honestly like the, the way you were describing that one bit with like oh we'll be like kings maybe goes like nobody just goes oh we'll be like kings it, without like some thematic resonance mm
1: mm-hmm. mhm
0: pitch this iteration of Matt Hardy is like big it's like a, a is a new version of Big Money Matt well obviously that's going to reintegrate into the Broken Universe when they have more crowd presence, because the crowds love Broken Universe as King Midas. That's
1: interesting. Uh, And I mean, like even now that you brought that up, I I do want to say like the lyrics are very thematically relevant for what's going on with Matt right now, because it's very much about being a decrepit and haunted human being. And the literal hook of the song is the lyrics, your soul is a ghost town. So it's clearly about like broken Matt diving down to new lows,
0: but also the fact that right now he has to be Matt Hardy and broken that is is nowhere to be seen damascus is nowhere to be seen mhm he's alone yeah.
1: um uh, <laughs> also uh i didn't know how to trans- transition
0: out of that i'm sorry you do it by just going transition <sighs>
1: okay
0: transition um we're doing new so we got road Road to New Year's Smash Night 1 is a thing that aired. I doubt you watched this. I completely forgot because because for people who don't know, we just started getting our podcast up. uh, Our other podcast, Analytical Fanboys, which you can go listen to right now. (laughs) Upload every You finally gave it a tagline. Book club for everything. Book book club for everything. Um, But We've been uploading it and getting it in places so you can go listen to it on Spotify. Just search Analytical Fanboys. Uh, You'll find it there. It's purple for right now. Um, uh, but I've been uploading it there. Whoa. I am drinking a very fizzy ginger ale, sir. Water. It's boring. Boring. That's what that is.
1: Boring. No, 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 no. I'm warding off the evil spirit that is Troy Barrows.
0: You just got shreppers, creeps. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord! What is this show? It's unmitigated id. Um, but no, you. Uh, Analog Fanboys book club for everything. We have a list of a bunch of different things, and we'll talk about it as we see fit. Last episode was uh, the upcoming up. Epi- the last episode we did, which is the one that's coming out tomorrow, is uh, Ant Man Annual Number One from 2015. Uh, the one after that, the one that's going to be coming out next week is Primus. <laughs> that's an unenthused face. Oh no, <laughs> this is going to be a fun podcast.
1: I still haven't listened to it. Oh. I'm listening to it tomorrow night. That's okay. that's the plan at least.
0: Okay, okay. Um, but you can you can follow our, all our podcasts on this YouTube channel. Just hit subscribe, hit like while you're at it, hit the bell while you're at it. What? You wanna you wanna hit the bell? Do you wanna hit the bell, Fuck? Fuck, do you wanna hit the bell? Good
1: god, it's like few and markiplier did a fusion dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we can also do the hands Hansen cartoon voice. <laughs>
1: okay. Okay, can we please talk about more wrestling? <laughs> what was
0: that even going on about?
1: You were trying to plug Analytical Fanboys on Spotify because I, I said something in relation to New Year's
0: Smash? wrote to New Year's Smash? Oh, right! I've been uploading the podcast on the Spotify, so I haven't had a chance to watch a ton of things. Live, everybody. Also, you're dealing with fucking ADHD, Brain. Come on.
1: That's true. That's true. Um well uh it was it was pretty good probably the best road to in a long while it opened with a dueling interview of like talking head stuff from both cody Rhodes and matt seidel in regards to their match and their past uh they talked about how they've sort of been ships passing in the night their whole careers because they've only had one match together before and it was a tag match in wwe um that no one remembers i couldn't find it on youtube uh and uh basically just like they both kind of come down as, yeah, we have a lot of respect for each other, but we're very different guys and we don't really like each other. Kind of a, kind of that kind of build. Um then we get a promo from Don Callis in uh actually shot in Winnipeg. He's standing in the snow in like all black uh winter gear. And he talks, he talks, he tells this story of when Kenny was training to become a pro wrestler and he did his first Terminator dive onto a frozen lake and landed on his back and started screaming in pain because he thought he had broken his back. And Don says that he and the Golden Sheet just stood there for like an hour and watched Kenny and waited for him to get up on his own because they wanted him to know how to endure pain and get up and keep fighting. And then he compares that to Ray Phoenix and says that Ray Phoenix has been coddled all his life. He was called the print, the future Prince of Lucha Libre when he was born. And he's never had to learn to endure pain like that. And and he predicts that on Wednesday, Ray's gonna hit a bunch of awesome shots that everybody's gonna be awesome spots, excuse me, that everybody's gonna be talking about. But when it comes down to it when he really gets hit and the pain starts racking on, he's gonna take the pin. So this is a real. It was probably the best Don Callis promo so far in AEW. I'd say I, I liked it a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then there's uh like a sort of a music video sort of like an amv type thing just recapping all the biggest moments from the last year of AEW, set to this really nice song i never heard before i liked i liked the video a lot when they uploaded it as its own thing i put it in my youtube favorites because i want to be able to pull it up at a moment's notice and watch it because it's just like it's just like this overflowing amount of like hype and heightened emotion of like a year's worth of oh yeah, this is why I love this company. These moments, this is great. And it's all kind of framed within the uh, the idea of the hook of the song is the singer saying, I want this to be beautiful. And the video actually opens on uh, Cody's promo he did during the first Jacksonville pandemic show. When he did that promo about like, I've never thought of my world as small before, but we as human beings need to come together though we are apart and uh, try to endure and try and do what we love for everybody that needs it right now and it's like all these moments of wrestlers getting the shit beaten out of them as this very soulful singer is going like, I want this to be beautiful like it's something that shouldn't work at all but it's awesome as all get out.
0: I mean that's kind of like a thing with professional wrestling like an underlying thing of like wrestlers trying to get that respect for what they do mm-hmm. either between characters or uh, between wrestling in the real world
1: yeah um and now that, that was everything in road to new Year's smash night one like i said it's probably the best road to in a long time i'd suggest I mean, it's watching the it road and-
0: to we've had in a long time
1: Eh, they tend to do one whenever they've got a pay-per-view or a pay-per-view like dynamite coming up. Boom, dynamites. I no? don't underst- I don't understand what you're saying. As,
0: instead of calling them like pay-per-view like dynamites. Those are dynamites when they explode. They're booms. Oh. Cause then we have like dynamite, that. booms, and pay-per-views.
1: I don't think we're going to be able to get that term to catch on, but I like that. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm good. At, I'm good. I'm good at the terms. He's an
1: idea guy, everybody. He knows how to make them buzzwords. WWE universe? That wasn't him, cause that was fucking stupid. But he's he's got other <laughs> ones. Um. But uh, then after that we had Dark, uh, and wow. I didn't watch most of Dark this week. I kind of just watched the stuff that made it onto my Twitter feed, uh, which was more stuff with minus one from Wednesday, and a
0: hilarious uh, moment of serendipity. Um, did you see any of this? I saw the bit with minus some of the bit with minus one, and I started watching Dark. So I saw The Jungle Boy. But first, I just want to say I, I really like this company with how much they're just going like this kid n- needs something. He needs to know that he's loved and he's cared for and that he has tens of he has tens of aunts, tens of uncles that are going to be there for him for life.
1: Not only that, but like the kid obviously has a knack for this. He came up with that promo himself and like most of the booking for Dynamite last week was his idea. Just Tony made it all happen.
0: He he loves professional wrestling. And I have a feeling that this moment in his life is going to solidify that tenfold. Mm-hmm. Because wrestling has become, for lack of a better way of describing it, wrestling is like a small comfort probably for him right now. Yeah. So it's just, like, nice. But I can also just see, like, people like Cody and uh, QT and all the trainery kind of people that are in AEW just fostering that love and going, like, no, it's this is a good thing that you love it. It's fine.
1: And the other thing that's awesome because of this is, like, when he, because like you pointed out last week, he's obviously hooked for life at this point. When he inevitably does become an actual in-ring talent in AEW, they've got two feuds set up for him already. The fucking MJF shit last week, and now he's had a promo with Marco stunt that ended in a pull-apart brawl. Long-term booking. <laughs> long? Long-term
0: booking. <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking silly. It's great.
1: That That's wrestling, buddy.
0: Yeah, that's wrestling.
1: Um, I mean, you know wrestling.
0: damn well if, like, fucking anybody could, like, plan your babies or... If anybody could plan the Bucks' children being wrestlers and going up against someone else, like, you know they'd plan it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
1: Um... And then the other thing that came out of dark this week was just the the best meme I've seen out of wrestling in a little bit, which was that Jungle Boy has new entrance music, and it's fucking Tarzan Boy
0: by Baltimore. Oh, new because that's what he went on. He came out on in the Indies, but he had. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's a I licensed song, so he couldn't use it in AEW. Tony Khan bought the rights to the music for a Christmas. Pre- uh, As her- a- yeah. Christmas or New Year's, one of those two things. I'm pretty sure it's Christmas, yeah. that makes more sense. He said on Twitter it was Christmas. Yeah, so like... Um. Because it's just, like, that's such a great babyface entrance.
1: Mm-hmm, and I mean, like, it even made Taz, who's supposed to be a heel commentator, mark out on commentary, because he didn't know it was coming, and then it starts
0: playing, and Taz just immediately goes, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. You know damn well, like, that is going to be some of the best crowd reactions going forward. Oh, hell yeah. I can't wait to, I can't
1: wait until I can actually go to a dynamite, period. But I can't wait to go to a dynamite and do that.
0: It's such a good, simple, like, little thing to get the crowd involved. It gives Mm -hmm. Jungle Boy that thing, like, I don't want to say he's been missing, but that, like, extra little, like... (smack)
1: mm mm-hmm. uh, And, like... I know he... I know Jurassic Express is getting a tag feud with FTR, but, like, after that... Can we please, for the love of God, give Jungle Boy another title push?
0: Yeah. Honestly, I'm okay with that Jungle Boy hasn't been in the TNT or the main event scene for a bit just because they've been building up people that... For lack like of a better way of describing it, Jungle Boy is a sure bet. They know Jungle Boy will succeed. He's hot, he's handsome, he has fucking he's athletic, he's good in the ring, he he's charismatic, he they know, sure bet he's good. So what they've been doing is been working with people that may not be complete sure bets. MJF, because he's a slightly caustic character that really needs time for you to get to know him and hate him in the right way. Because if you don't if if you don't play that line right, you just go like fuck this dickhead. I don't want to fucking watch this guy, right? Right. Or uh, Darby and just make like getting this getting his emo ass over. It's fair. But like Jungle Boy, but sure like, bet. They don't have to worry about Jungle Boy because they can just go like go go be Jungle Boy, and you can be like okay I'm Jungle Boy. And everyone goes like hey. It's Boy, that's Boy. that's my insightful commentary on wrestling it's just repeating a wrestler's it's name yeah, hey, it's Jungle Boy
1: Jingle you gotta Boy. do that in one of your own videos now <laughs> <It's Jungle Boy. laughs> next wrestling video find a way to bring Jungle Boy up and then just live action
0: hey, it's Jungle Boy Jungle Boy no um, like that's fucking great gonna be a great uh, crowd reaction the only thing is it's kind of it's kind of a little sad that uh luchasaurus and marco stunt also don't get a cool ass intro that's gonna make get them a little bit more over
1: well i personally really like marco stunt's entrance music but i do agree that. To- Luchasaurus probably needs his own Sooner or later Because his is just The Jurassic Express entrance music right now
0: If If Tony Khan wanted to put the money down Walk the dinosaur That? That'd be great Or The Jurassic Park theme True but I like Walk the or, Dinosaur. Or if you want to...
1: Tony Khan, if you want to cater to me specifically... <laughs> Don't the Power Rangers Dino Thunder theme. Don't
0: cater to him specifically. <laughs> You'll get one view. Him. Oh, Jesus.
1: I'm just saying... The Power Rangers Dino Thunder theme is a legit banger.
0: I mean... To people like us, Sure. Do we just want to I like fucking talk you, about... I like, you,
1: I, like how, I like how you say that as if we're not the only ones here.
0: I mean, we... There's... There's... Hold on. That's not what I want. There's two people. He's checking me. Yeah, yeah. That's probably us.
1: Uh, So uh, tell, tell the good people about the impactful events of this week.
0: I didn't watch Impact. I've been busy, man. I didn't even get to watch Dynamite till today
1: damn, dude, I guess it's a good thing I didn't send you a bunch of thumbnails last night. <laughs> uh, like, I. long story short, I think everybody can universally agree yesterday was pretty terrible. So I came home and I was like, fuck it, I don't normally drink dur- during the normal of the week, but I'm gonna get
0: smashed and watch Dynamite. But, uh, yeah, no, I did see the impact uh, paid for ad. As you can see by our thumbnail.
1: Yeah cuz like low key Tony Shivani as a mean girl uh, or uh Tony Khan as a mean girl and Tony Shivani as his gay best friend is the best thing in wrestling right now just the amount of sass radiating off of them is amazing
0: yeah. and i love it yeah 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 um
1: and uh also, uh, they're Also, Tony Cobb showed the
0: arms a little bit more, showing them, showing them biceps. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> freaking a uh, little bit where uh, Callus and Kenny and the Good Brothers are having fun ta- talking about how awesome all their belts are, and how way back in the day Don had a belt of his own in the trailer. And then the Motor City Machine Guns uh, try and come out and start shit, and they get their ass beat real quick. All right, and well, that was the whole thing.
0: Yeah, which is foreshadowing for dynamite. Who do you want? Who, who should start? Because we go back and forth, and I just want to fucking actually nail this down. Let's just fucking
1: rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, hey. I got scissors. Yeah, I
0: got paper. All right, cool.
1: Okay, so we open dynamite this week with the young bucks and SCU versus the acclaimed and the hybrid 2. Uh enjoyed that, this match? I don't ride. think it was amazing, but I thought it was pretty good. Oh yeah, uh, it was and, a, it was just a, a further a lot of different little storylines. Mm-hmm. And though it was all over the place, uh the acclaim's wrapping was still pretty on point.
0: Uh-huh. Also, they changed the the, the look of the boombox. It looks uh it looks cool now. I, look, I really like the look of it. But it's also nice. like Snoop Dogg. I wasn't looking theme. at it at all. It's also Snoop Dogg themed, so I don't think it's gonna stay that way for long.
1: That's true. Um uh but it's just like a nice, very well involved tag match. Everybody gets a little bit of time to shine. Uh but it ends with uh Matt Jackson and Christopher Daniels uh pinning after uh hitting a best meltzer ever. And then Frankie gets on the mic and uh basically establishes for Dynamite viewers the whole deal he has with CD right now where they're um, their tag team for as long as they keep winning as soon as they get a loss they're going to dissolve their partnership and it's kind of implied that CD will retire as well um, and uh, Frankie is basically like yeah we made that promise but as long as I'm here we're not going to lose I'm not going to let that happen no matter what and Young Bucks, we respect you. We love you. We have your backs no matter what. But when we eventually climb up in the rankings and it's us versus you for the tag titles, that shit's out the window. And the Bucks are kind of like, okay. And they shake hands.
0: Yeah. The Bucks are very easy flowing today. Mm-hmm. It's a super easy I love how
1: I love how the the commentary is also putting over like sportsmanship a lot during this match yeah, between yeah. those guys and like commentary as a whole this week because we had Jericho on commentary for I think the first full show since the Georgia shows I um, remember last week oh uh, well that was that was that, that was what that was technically yeah this is a special memory um, we'll put it that way uh, and it took them like I think most of this match to figure out how to gel together because they were stepping over each other a lot in this match but after this like they hit a really good stride where it was very clearly denoted like ross is doing kind of the old school thing shivani's very much the color commentator with um excalibur doing the play-by-play and jericho's just there every once in a while to Um, put an exclamation point on something someone has said, and I think that works really well.
0: Exclamation point on something that someone said and also a very, very hyper-wrestler-focused like, that's a thing that I would do because of this. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Like, Jericho on commentary
1: just really reminds me of Jesse Ventura on commentary from what I've seen of that era of wrestling.
0: And... To add more fuel to my theory that JR is the heel commentator for the table, Eddie Kingston. Who does he get along with? JR. Who does Chris Jericho get along with? JR. Huh. What are what? Are, what? Okay, hey, can you tell me? Can you tell me? Uh, what what kind of character Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston are?
1: They're they're very likable heels.
0: Almost like an old guy that you respect and you have a lot of fond memories of but also just happens to really not like some of these newer talent and feel like they're not as good as the old guys Yeah J- J- he is a heel commentator that's my that's what I'm, that's my theory I will stick to it.
1: I was going to say, okay, name of the guy who does Game Theory, but I can't remember the name of the guy who does Game Theory.
0: MatPat, the man who gave Matt. a copy of Undertale to the Pope.
1: Wow, he just, like, his respect to dipshit
0: ratio for me just completely <laughs> flipped. <laughs> this happened years ago. You want to know Why? Why? Because he wanted to bring something that reflected gamers and all the possibilities of what they're capable of. And this
1: was when that was really, like, just taking off, wasn't it? Yeah. Sick, dog. Sick meme. Fucking nice.
0: (sighs) At least, Um, like it could have been worse at least it was a game that talked about peace that's true but um i'm going to read this as it is typed because i think it's funny john moxley oh fuck <laughs> comes to the ring from backstage did i mention i was
1: drinking during dynamite this week i think you have
0: uh but john moxley comes down he cuts a promo basically saying like you think i'm going to bitch moan that they stole the championship from me Nah, I ain't gonna bitch, I ain't gonna moan, I ain't gonna complain. Shit happens, you just gotta fucking deal with it. So I'm gonna fucking deal with it by being the baddest bastard in this place. Fuck all y'all.
1: Yeah, it was a good promo. It was not what I was expecting by him returning. Like, I kept waiting for somebody to run in and be like, Nah, bitch, let's have a feud. But that never happened. He just cut his promo and left to set up the ending of Dynamite this week. But it was
0: a solid promo. Uh, but uh, basically, he had, he had some cool, cool, good, good, cool, good, 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 We're doing a lot more bits in this podcast. It's a lot less analytical. It's a lot more like fuck around, see, find out.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. But he
0: he did point out that Don Callis looks like a used car salesman, which made me laugh a lot. Uh, don't like shitty people. But yeah, basically saying like yeah y'all fucked me over. Now I'm pissed. Mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> um, and then we go backstage and Dasha Gonzalez is with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy and she asks for an update on Trent and Chuck says that he is out for four to five months right now with that torn pack. Um, And before the, we get anything else... M-
0: the torn pack that John Silver said nice to. Did you read that tweet? It's in your fucking Discord server. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? I post so much shit in my own Discord server. Do you know how easy it is you for You do to realize you use your Discord server like a person would use a Tumblr page? Yeah. I've
1: honestly thought about disbarring it a few times recently.
0: I mean, if just you disbar, like, we'll just make point? a fucking wrestling, uh, wrestling channel in my server. Which by the way, you can find a link to that in the description. Join my Discord server.
1: <laughs> so Miro kept Sabian and Pennell before <laughs> coming. And Miro is basically like, Oh, it sucks that Trent's on the shelf, but you know, it's okay. You got you guys, even though you're not gonna get matches for a while, Chuck, you can you can come work for me. You can be my young boy and Chuck's like, no, I've been to Japan. I know what a young boy is. That's not happening. Uh, In fact, uh, I'm so much not your young boy that I'm going to make you cry like a little bitch when I pin you in the center of the ring next week. And he's like, okay, you're on. But if I win, you will be my young boy until the wedding. So I'm pretty sure that's what we're doing. I'm pretty sure uh, Chuck's going to lose next week. And we're going to get a bunch of skits on Dynamite for the next few months of him being basically treated like shit by Miro and Kip Sabian. And then at the wedding, Trent's going to return and they're going to crash the wedding because it's a wrestling wedding. So,
0: of course, it's going to get crashed. But this time it has long-term buildup and it'll be fun. Uh, But also, I saw one person on Reddit basically say, have him lose and do all the young boy shit, but just be really bad at it. Like I mean, he carries shit
1: does have amazing comedy chops. So carry if he's their just luggage. Just doing like bulk and skull shit. I'm down.
0: Yeah, just like carry their luggage, and drop it. Go make me a sandwich. I don't know how to make you a sandwich. You don't know how to make a fucking sandwich. No, I do not know how I to don't make. Know what you like? No, no, no. I don't know how to make a sandwich. Can you show me? Fuck. Here, you take the bread. Uh huh. What do you do next? You take a knife. Yeah. You put in the mayonnaise, you spread it, okay? Then you take the meat, and then you put the cheese, and then you put it together. Sandwich. Then Chuck Taylor just picks up the sandwich and hands it to Miro. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: That would be amazing.
0: Uh, But, speaking of pretty amazing, I actually really like this because it was fun. We had a big beefy boy match Jake Hager versus Mr. Mayhem Wardlow big beefy hoss match that's basically was framed as these two guys dislike each other there's there's just a crotch in their pants and they need to get it out so they are fighting it's,
1: it, I'm trying to think who said oh it was Ollie Davis who said like this really rebuilt the inner circle as like they are a faction of heels who can never break apart because they are built on respect and they work out their differences in the ring rather than trying to take control from one another. Um, And I think that was kind of awesome. I like the story of this match. That's I very... didn't get too much into the match itself, but I just I really enjoyed a
0: lot of Hager's like, submission stuff and the way Wardlow was getting out of it and was using his striking power to to overtake Hager in that way. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not
1: I'm not much of a submissions guy, so that kind of stuff always makes me like start to tune out. But then Wardlow would like do a weird jump or something, and I'd be like, "Oh, damn, he can move."
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they, the, that fist bump at the end was like, "Yeah, nice, nice." Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, it's good. It's a good match. It's a good match. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then we go backstage again, and private party. Is uh basically like, hey, it's 2020, it's a new year, we're gonna start this off right. Let's let's have some gin and juice. I got the gin, what's the juice? You didn't bring the juice? Well, what's going on? With... And then Snoop Dogg has the juice, Snoop Dogg and Private Party. That's a crossover I never thought would happen, all right. But it uh, works. and Snoop... yeah, uh, and
0: also, dogs really well known for gin and juice. <laughs>
1: And then Snoop Dogg just stands in the background while Matt Hardy comes in and is basically like, hey, guys, I got those contracts. You going to sign? And they're like, "Uh, I don't know. And he's like, look, I'm not a vulture. You can keep your third party affiliates. Cameo, Twitch, all that's cool with me. I don't don't need any of that. This is just purely for our wrestling relationship. And they're like, oh, all right, we'll sign. So... (laughs) basically, like, even this scumbag rich guy Matt Hardy gimmick is not as much of a scumbag rich guy as actual scumbag rich guy Vince McMahon.
0: And even well, then, right, Chris Jericho was putting over, 30% not the, not that bad. I got taken for more when I first started. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is still tolling the line of, like, yeah, Matt Hardy's seemingly a dick, but he's, like, trying... He's being a dick to protect his family, and... Kind of take care of private party, but also take advantage of them a little bit. It's nebulous. We'll find out more as the story goes on. Uh, yeah. Also, Snoop Dogg just vibing.
1: Just, just Snoop Dogg, just Snoop Dogg there, just hanging out, being Snoop Dogg.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling Cody was just like, "Hey, do you, do you want to be on AEW to help promote the show we're both on?" Yeah. What do you want me to do? He's like, he's like. Man,
1: I haven't seen Sasha in forever. Let's go! <laughs> oh no, no
0: Snoop! <laughs> no Snoop! Uh, no, we'll get this. We'll get to the Sasha thing in a bit.
1: Yeah, because
0: that was funny. Uh, <coughs> oh no, this is your bit. I had a cough. I'm sorry, That's but okay. uh, then we have the weigh-in for the TNT title uh, next week uh between uh Darby Allen and Brian Cage. They both come out the there's a scale right there and Tony Schiavone's going like, Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna weigh other people. First Brian Cage. And Taz gets uh gets his Karen hat on and says, Whoa 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 why, why is my guy going first? He's bigger What, what, what come on, he's bigger. We know and it was like, whatever, just get up there. They weighed him 272, uh, and then he steps down and then Darby Allen gets on the uh, scale. It's a solid, what's, uh, 170. And then Taz basically goes like, what the hell? You, you didn't take off your clothes. You still have heavy. That's an, that's probably an extra pound. You're probably 169. Nice. Come on. Uh, and basically saying like, and, the uh, fuck you, Darby, fuck you. And Darby just goes, like, I have been dealing with this my whole fucking life. You brought everyone here. I know why. Let's just get this fucking over with. And he grabs a skateboard and goes, like, come on, fight me. And then, uh, Sting shows up. And they go scared, and... That's kind of the end of the segment.
1: For like the fifth week in a row now, Darby called his older brother to scare off the bullies.
0: No, no, no! Darby called his dad. <laughs> he called his weird uncle. His weird uncle. No, no, that's an insult to sing. Not gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: um, like as much as as much as I do still love that debut from Winter Is Coming. I gotta admit, that that meme that was on the AEW Reddit today of just the the stick guy poking Sting, come on, do something. I felt that. I felt that quite a bit. Also, I love how, like, what was it, three or four weeks ago, I was complaining about how WWE did, did a new kind of contract signing style segment, and it completely sucked, and then AEW does this. And, like, it wasn't amazing, but it was perfectly fine because it made sense within the context of wrestling being a fighting sport. It's a weigh-in instead of a championship ascension ceremony. And, yes, I need to say that again because that's still the dumbest set of words I've ever seen. And that's saying something when WWE is also the company that produced, that that makes their people say the WWE universe instead of just, the fans
0: the peeps the peoples Mm
1: -hmm. the
0: poisons
1: uh but then we go back wow i've kind of gotten saddled with all the backstage uh segments this week uh we go backstage and jake hager is like freaking out and punching lockers and shit and he's all mad and mjf is basically like look just be proud of yourself man you got in there you did your thing and you got out you didn't get injured or anything you're still perfectly cool and hey you're still undefeated in the octagon you're still well, you're still a big badass guy Jake just cause you couldn't beat Wardlow doesn't mean it's the end of the world and Jake, H- <clears throat> and Jake Hager is basically like I almost punched the shit out of you when you walked in here but I'm glad you checked on me thank you now get the fuck out of here
0: and MJF was like fair enough I'm leaving. Honestly, if, if, MJF has like a, is having a genuine streak with Inner Circle, I find that fascinating. Mm -hmm.
1: I I think, I think they're building him up as trying to ingratiate himself with all the other members so that they can do a, him trying to steal the group from Chris Jericho uh, angle in a few months.
0: It's very possible, but like, it, it it does feel genuine though right mm-hmm. now we may look back at this and go like oh you fucking yeah fucking you, you got you guys got you got you person you we got god That's, but that's to be seen right now it does genuine seem pretty genuine especially with mjf dealing with uh santana and now this and just going like hey i know you're upset i know you're mad at yourself don't be. It's okay. It was a bad day. Tomorrow will be better. Kind of thing. So who do you think he's going to go to next week? Sammy or Wardlow? I see Chris Jericho.
1: Mm. See, I, I think because like he spent so many so much time trying to get Jericho to be okay with him, that he would think he doesn't have to do that anymore. Yes, you're very impressive. I'll
0: I'm, just doing, I'm just doing bits now. That's that's the podcast. We talk about wrestling, and every once in a while, I just try a fucking bit. Excellent. But uh, I got a backstage segment now. Ha <laughs> 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 well, ha! Hey. hey, hey! Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> Time recap. Yahoo! Uh, basically, we get a little recap of Negative uh, One, Brody Lee Jr. Uh, taking a dump on Marco Stunt, uh, going like, "Hey man, I'm eight and I'm almost as tall as you." That kind of shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Every time you you win, it's because you had somebody's help.
0: Yeah, which fair enough. Like it is still it's uh, the best way to put it is it still feels like an eight year old. It's an eight year old cutting a promo, but it's an eight year old with infinite potential and a love for doing it in general.
1: And notably, it's an eight-year-old doing a promo without devolving into something like, and you're a poopy head.
0: Like, it's a genuine wrestling promo. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, we cut backstage to Jurassic Express being interviewed, and Alex Morvez is going like, hey, so you guys are doing shit. Uh, basically going like, hey, you guys are going to have a match with FTR. And FTR comes in and goes like, hey... At least we're wrestling the actual wrestlers, you know, Big Dinosaur Guy and Jungle Boy, because if we were wrestling you, it's like nothing. You're tiny, uh, and basically Marco Stunts goes like, "Fuck y'all, I'm wrestling you." Jared yep. and uh, Luchasaurus is uh, stepping down. It's going to be Marco Stunt versus and Jungle Boy versus FTR.
1: Kind of exciting. It's going to be an interesting dynamic to see play out because. FDR, not hosses, but they're still big beefy boys. And Jungle Boy's a little more on the spelt side. And Marco Stun is Marco Stun. They're not beefy boys;
0: they're pork chop boys. Yes, still meaty, but not beefy. Uh
1: but then we head uh, back to the ring for Matt Sydal versus the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. With Snoop Dogg. And Cody has custom entrance music this week. uh, That's basically like a rap-ish. Like rap in the way that the Power Rangers Mystic Force theme is rap. Remix of his normal theme song. With a segment where Snoop Dogg just kind of freestyles over it. And I have something to admit. I'm not a fan of Snoop Dogg's music. I think Snoop Dogg is a funny guy and an interesting personality. I've never liked any of his music and good God was that remix of Cody's theme terrible. It's I listened to it on its own and it was terrible.
0: It's a Snoop Dogg. Yeah.
1: Um, but uh, yeah, Cody versus Matt Seidel. I wasn't expecting much from this match, even with that talking head stuff from road two, but I think this was really good. Cause it's just the story of how like, This guy, who is the same age group as Cody, is way quicker than him, and Cody's trying to do, like, normal wrestler guy, Well, this guy is, like, jumping all around him and doing weird, crazy shit, and Cody has to kind of step it up a bit in order to put him away.
0: It's Wolverine fighting Spider-Man.
1: Yes. Very much so. Um, But Cody does win, because... He's Cody. He pins to win after hitting two crossroads, but uh, uh, immediately after, Chaos Project just randomly runs in and starts attacking both guys, uh, and they tr- they try to rally and and take him out, um, and they set uh, Serpentico up, and then Snoop Dogg goes to the top rope, clearly almost slips and falls off, and then does a frog splash. A Snoop splash, if you will. By which I mean he just kind of went, ah. God He <laughs> tried! Snoop Dogg, is old. Snoop Dogg is an old celebrity, and they want him to look cool. They want to do some sports entertainment, but also they don't want to put the guy in the hospital.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that. It, it, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad.
1: Mm-hmm. The only thing is just, like, I don't understand why it was Chaos Project. I mean, Chaos Project are cool, but they've had literally nothing to do with Cody or Matt Seidel for months now. No, Luther so it felt really. Matt running. Seidel
0: had a feud on Dark, didn't they?
1: If they did, I completely missed it.
0: Pretty sure they had a feud on Dark. But also, Cody fucking punched Serpentigo earlier in the match, so that's why they're pissed. Oh, shit, you're Alcohol. Blame it on the goose. Yeah, cl- clearly it was a mistake. Um, but uh, speaking of the Snoop Splash, uh, a certain cousin of Snoop fucking had some words to say.
1: Sasha Banks on Twitter replying literally to all elite wrestling on TNT with a crying emoji, crying emoji, laughing and crying emoji. Fam, we're going to have to work on this.
0: Because, I mean, Sasha has one of the best frog splashes going right now. Mm-hmm. That's mostly because she likes to copy Eddie Guerrero, but... Yeah. But dude, I'm not... a lot of people copy Eddie Guerrero, for good reason.
1: Someone copied Eddie Guerrero later on in this week's Dynamite.
0: Um, but, yeah, it was fine. It was... It was... Yeah. This was a match to promote Cody's reality TV show. It was
1: nowhere near match of the night, but it was also really good for what it was.
0: Also puts Matt Sidell over a little bit. He lost, but still, he looks really good in defeat. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cool things going on there. But then... But then, no, oh, no. You know what happens next? Another bit, apparently. MMWP Live was a mistake. <laughs> No, no, no. The words you're looking for is working with me was a mistake. No, I do this no shit. working with... Dude, dude,
1: dude, dude. Legit, legit. Working with you is never a mistake. I love you and you're a great creative partner.
0: 90% of it is because I just throw a bunch of fucking spaghetti at the wall.
1: Yeah, and you most of see... it I like to
0: lick up. Anybody who's watching this, you should see the fucking ideas I just send your uh to Cinda, Cinda Simeon.
1: And I just reply with a 100 emoji half the time.
0: I like I f- legit made a meme. Uh, you've probably seen it around the 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 drip, the Goku drip, where he's wearing Supreme and mm-hmm. the uh, big jacket. And some people have been editing the head to make it other characters. So I went, f- fuck it. I made an evil Uno version. A <laughs> uh, bunch of video ideas. Uh, but at the hand. We have Abaddon versus Hikaru Shida for the Women's World Champion. Stop it on the floor. People are sleeping down there. Tucker,
1: go back to sleep. Back to s- Go back to sleep.
0: I'm sorry. He's just, he, kids, you know? Folks, he's not actually talking about a kid. He is talking about a dog. (laughs) Was the camera completely on me? Yes. Good. Good. I I thought that'd be funny. The whole world got a view of your ass, you're going to have to start an OnlyFans.
1: You say that as if I don't already have a secret one.
0: (coughs) Had to cough. But Abaddon versus Harkaru Shida for the Women's World Champion in a pretty fun, very sports entertainment match.
1: This was literally just like a classic Hogan match and I loved it.
0: I when mean, he's it, taking
1: on some of those goofier heels from the eighties.
0: Oh yeah, early WCW.
1: No, no, I'm thinking like I'm thinking like uh, a title match on Saturday night's main event mm. against like Papa Shango or something.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah. I was thinking like Yeti and all those The guys. Dungeon of Doom Dungeon of Doom. Much <laughs> yeah. better because like also, they really tried to fucking kayfabe Abaddon, and I love it. I yeah,
1: because like I say all that, but like this is the most badass Abaddon has ever come off. Her her doing that guttural scream every time she did a big move was awesome.
0: It really made you it made her stick in your head. The whole match it was like not wrestling; it was a hardcore match without the hardcore. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. it was a lot. They of went
1: under the ring to cut the blood pack.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of walking around and slamming and big things. It wasn't like it was a soft match and they didn't do anything. It was just wasn't suplex, knees, elbow. Like it wasn't uh, it wasn't like athletic in that way. It was very. And I like how. Oh, sorry. Go go go.
1: I was just gonna say I like how the the little character bit of every time any one of Hikaru Shida's limbs got anywhere near Abaddon she would just grab it and try and bite it. Like, she did not care about the belt so much as she just wanted to bite
0: Hikaru Shida again. Let me bite you. You taste good. Uh, no, I'm not into that! Someone's into that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was a fun match. It really put over Abaddon. She looks great. Uh, mm-hmm. But now Hikaru doesn't really have anything going right now. I don't want to see what happens next.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering if they're going to keep this feud going to another title match, or they've they're about to start something new. Because I feel like they could have started something as like an angle after this match, but also they wanted to put over how much Sheeta was hurt, so they kind of just let it play out.
0: Yeah, uh, and especially with the announcement we are getting next week, I have a feeling we're probably going to get some kind of angle next week involving a certain dentist
1: yeah uh, because we uh, go to the commentary desk and they announce that next week we are getting Serena Deeb versus Tay Conte or Ty Conte excuse me for the NWA Women's World Championship and then we immediately go to a backstage promo from Tay who is with John Silver, Alex Reynolds and how did I just blank on her name holy crap 99 Anna J. Um, yes, Anna J. <laughs> My God. It's uh, not a great night for me, folks. But uh, she's there with those three, and she's wearing a Brody Lee shirt and, like, Dark Order-colored gear. So they don't say she's joined, but they
0: basically imply she's joined? I mean, she's I like, wouldn't... Like, it'd be... For right now, I wouldn't mind if the Dark Order... Also included Hangman and Tecontae, just as a final, like the Dark Order succeeded. They yeah. they accomplished they accomplished that goal as well, and they're just they're all working together. They're friends. That mm-hmm. like it's less of a faction trying to get the gold, and it's more a group of people who want to help and support each other.
1: Yeah. And I would also say, like, just going forward with the Dark Order because of what happened with Brody, don't give them a new figurehead. No. Don't bring back that that guy from the 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 campaign type promos they were doing, and don't put don't make Evil Uno the figurehead again. Just have them be like a collective. Yeah. Uh, but um, I really enjoyed
0: this. John Silver had some great faces.
1: Yeah, he like reacted perfectly to everything T. Conte said.
0: Um, was, it's really, you, I really enjoy all their relationship, just working together. Cause yeah. like, John Silver's the weird little brother. Alex Reynolds is the, the, their best friend, who's just kind of very like supernaturally normal.
1: He's the hap- He's the I'm just happy to be here guy.
0: Yeah. Then you have the gamer um, uncles.
1: Yeah. Uh and God, I can't even really pin down a way to describe um Angels and Vance right now because of what's been going on with them the last couple weeks.
0: They're the cousins who always hang around. Yeah, and really for some reason I just know they really love pizza rolls.
1: That's true. Um, Canon. Also, Alan Angels has beautiful, luscious locks. Yes.
0: Nice tats. Or at least he did. Nice tats. Good tats. Yes.
1: Nice tats. Nice tats. And he's great at hunting
0: snakes. Oh my God. And he's just a generally swell looking dude. Mm-hmm. He seems like a really nice kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Really give you a firm And mantra. Preston
1: Vance really looks like a guy named Preston.
0: <laughs> if he ever sees us, we're sorry it's not meant to be an insult or like negative. It's just like,
1: you, it's you an inside the, joke more so than anything.
0: You say the name Preston and you look at your face and go like that tracks that tracks.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but getting back to this promo, take basically <laughs> says that the dark order are going to be in her corner for the match. And she is not afraid of anything because she'll have them backing her up. And also she has way better credentials than, uh, Serena because I believe Serena has some kind of martial arts background and also she's big into yoga her whole thing is like flexibility um, but Te Conte lists off like I've got a green belt in this I've got a black belt in this blah 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 blah, blah. I'm a martial arts lady too I can kick your b- b- booty I have belts yes Um. so that match is happening next week sounds good I'm I'm looking forward to it. It I'm, should be. I'm glad mean.
0: that they acknowledge what the Dark Order will be kind of doing without just doing like <laughs> Dark Order. You know what I mean? Dark
1: Order, like a Dark Order State of the Union from Evil
0: Uno. Yeah, like uh, it, it, it's subtle. It's nice. It's just saying Dark Order's still here. They're still doing things. We're still treating them respect, but also. They're kind of faces now. They're good guys. You're like you're going like, yeah, John Silver, yeah, Alex Reynolds, yeah, Anna Jay. Hey,
1: Dave. I mean, that was inevitably gonna happen anyway because of the reaction they've been getting on BTE. But like the Brodyology thing just And even on Dynamite, it.
0: whenever John Silver showed up and it was like, Hey, I'm John Silver, I'm doing John Silver stuff.
1: hmm. Uh uh
0: the next bit we had uh basically was announcements for Next week, what's going on to really solidify what's going down? Uh, delete are going to be in action next week. Announced along with Pack versus Eddie Kingston.
1: Hey, be- we're finally getting that match. It's gonna weird be- that it didn't get a promo or anything on this show. Oh,
0: you don't think it's gonna get a promo next week? I hope. I fucking hope it will, dude. It's gonna get like it's gonna be fire promos from both of them. Mm-hmm. Inner Circle is gonna show off their New Year's resolutions. Which, if it uh, if it tracks with everybody else's New Year's resolutions, in three weeks you are gonna forget about it. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a WWE angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dynamite will also debut the waiting room. It's been on dark for several. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I just
1: pictured MJF going, and my New Year's resolution is to get a push from Vince McMahon.
0: <laughs> Chris Jericho just takes the mic. He will think you are too short. But yes. after several months of uh several weeks, months, whatever, uh being on Dark, the Waiting Room uh Burt Baker's talk show is going to premiere on Dark, uh Dynamite, which is going to be fun. Yeah, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that, not just cuz it's
1: going to have my boy, but uh it's going to it's like I've watched a few installments of the Waiting Room and like it's better than any other wrestling talk show that's going on right now.
0: I mean, what other ones? That's do we not have to saying talk- much,
1: but it yeah. really is. Like, it's miles better than any wrestling talk show going on right now.
0: But um, yeah, what's going on next week? Plus, uh, the Chuck Taylor versus Miro match.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all kinds of dope stuff that, like, I wasn't expecting because half the stuff on this card I thought was next
0: week's card. I was like, oh, we're doing that now, okay. Oh, oh, shit, uh Also, I get to sit back and relax while you go over the main event. <laughs> I don't have to talk, I don't oh. have to describe what's going
1: on. In your main event this evening, we have Ray, I can't do, I can't do a lot of
0: Ray yep.
1: Phoenix. Uh, versus Kenny Omega with Don Callis for the AEW World Championship. Uh, Before the match, uh, we get a quick promo from Pac, who is backstage, and he's basically like... Actually,
0: real quick, could you pause? I need to poop. I'm just going to set the uh, camera on you, and you can just... No, go to BRB. Go to BRB. Uh Never mind, the bit's ruined. I fucking jumped already. You fucker! You fucker! I... Ah, no! Because I thought you were just you gonna your going to keep going. I did. Congratulations, you played yourself, sir! Yeah. Uh. So yeah, tell me about know, the main event. I think it's
1: really fitting that our first show of the year is about as good as the first week of the year.
0: Get a baby biscuit.
1: Yeah, uh, In your main events we have Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega with Don Callis for the AEW World Championship. Before the match, we get a promo from Pac where he basically says, like, yeah, Death Triangle, we're a group, we're a unit, we move as a unit. But tonight, it's all about Phoenix. Phoenix is going out alone because it's about him winning this thing alone because he, he is a good boy and he's worth it. Uh, Kenny, tonight... After Ray Ray pins you, our debt will be squared, basically. Um, and, uh... Then, this match happened. Uh... Dave Meltzer called this the best match in Dynamite history. I don't know if I agreed with that, because I just... I don't have as much memory of... uh, I don't have as good a memory as Dave Meltzer, clearly. Um but this was a fucking great
0: match. Oh, it was top notch.
1: Like just so many insane spots. I haven't seen I haven't seen stuff like this in so long, not just on TV, but period. Like I feel like they they had this in their back pocket like since a month or two into the pandemic and then they were like It's 2021 and the pandemic's still going. Fuck it. Let's just do that insane match we booked out six months ago. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Dude, that fucking whatever that flippy-ass suplex. Mm -hmm. I want to call it a Canadian suplex. And
1: fucking Ray getting knocked down and then immediately hopping up and kicking Kenny in the face. Aw.
0: Like, it was just nothing. Like, it was a fucking spring he landed on.
1: Yeah, and
0: oh, that Eddie Guerrero tribute was great. All this, Especially all the with Jericho on commentary, one. just hyping and selling the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Man, it's fucking um, Eddie Guerrero! It is.
1: Ah. Uh, good, good shit. Good shit. Um, Happy shit. But, but, uh, it ended, as many people would have expected, with, uh, Kenny getting the pin while Ray has a shoulder up. They put it over on commentary. It's basically like it's a last gasp from him, and the ref just missed it. But, like, I want, I really want to know if that's a botch or that's a legitimate angle they were doing.
0: To me, it didn't seem like he got his shoulder up. It felt like he was so tired. He was trying to get it, and that's as best as he could, which was not good enough. Mm mm-hmm. Uh, but Ray loses after taking a one-winged angel,
1: so that move's still really protected. Um, and then Don gets on the mic and says that something is happening in the back, and we get footage of the family beating the shit out of Pac and Penta. basically and Don is just like, Hey, remember, did you watch my thing in road two? I said no one was gonna come to save you. And I was right. Uh, so now we're gonna end your fucking career, Kenny kill him uh so Mox comes out with a barbed wire bat uh paying off his promo from earlier in the night when the good brothers show up the impact the impact tag, tag team, team champions. champions. I love that Brian Zane like like said Impact five times because nobody on commentary said it. They were just like, "Oh, it's those tag champions." Uh, but the Good Brothers show up. They help turn the tide, and they're beating the shit out of the mocks, And a bunch of faces from the crowd jump in. Brian Pillman Jr.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gareth,
1: yeah, the Varsity blonds. Um the Good Boys. And they get yeah, they the all get their retrievers. shit wrecked. <laughs> Uh, they all get their shit red. Uh, notably, do, boy, <laughs> Doc Gallows power bombs. Pogchamps. That's the last one. In, That's the
0: last one. Champs. We're not allowed. Hey, you can't put this on Twitch now. We're not allowed to do that after the other day. No, no, no. The spirit of PogCamp will live on. The fucker who cre- the fucker whose face it was? Fuck him. That's the difference.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I I was not aware. Um. <laughs> No, they the, had, like, a uh, whole
0: tweet thread about it. Brian
1: Pillman Jr. gets powerbombed into the announce table, or not the announce table, the fucking timekeepers area by Doc No, Alex. he didn't. I... Do
0: what the blue mask did. Well, okay. Um, Was that Fuego Del Sol?
1: No, Fuego Del Sol wears a gold mask. Um. Uh, but the Young Bucks run out, and they start trying to talk, everybody down. They're like, hey, hey, cool cool What the fuck? Hey, guys hey, we're see? being
0: faces here. We're being faces here. Come on, guys. This is our company. We have to be good boys.
1: And then Kenny just goes, look, I'm doing that thing. I'm doing that thing we did in Japan a whole bunch. You want to do the thing, don't you? You want to do the thing. And Matt Jackson is just like,
0: fine, I'll do the fucking
1: thing. And we fade out on everybody too, Sweeting.
0: Didn't they also get a cease and desist about that forever ago?
1: Yeah. Uh from WWE. Uh, when they they got a cease and desist over that and suck it um when they did the Bullet Club invasion of Raw. Uh but so this angle happened and not gonna lie, I wasn't super into it uh because it feels slightly regressive to me don't get me wrong i'm fine with all these guys getting back together and being a group again but we're not in new japan anymore and so much shit has happened since new japan and it feels weird to
0: go right back to bullet club stuff it and here's it doesn't it didn't feel that way to me mainly because one they weren't they were just going like hey this is the thing that united us you know this is the thing we, mm-hmm. we all have in common. Two, remember, when Kenny was the leader of the Bullet Club, Gallows and Anderson were in WWE. They were never part of the Bullet Club at the same time. Like, Kenny was not the leader of the Bullet Club when Gallows and Anderson was there. So this he is He was in of, the
1: Bullet Club, but he wasn't the leader.
0: Yeah, he was just like... He was where Hangman was in the Elite when AEW started. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's that kind of thing. So, they're not joining back with an old leader. They're going like, hey, we went through the same shit. And you're working with Don, who's our boss right now. You know what? We're cool. We'll come help out. That's what it felt like to me. And it was just kind of like, haha, we did Bullet Club shit, bro. I think
1: so. I think that's what they were going for. But, like, it just kind of made me
0: go, like, okay, okay, fine, yeah, fine. And here's the thing, I, knowing AEW, that may be the one time they do Bullet Club shit, and they used to move on from that. It's just to kind of give you a baseline of, like, this is who they were, and now we're moving forward.
1: And, I mean, like, I'm also probably the only person in the world who didn't pop for that, just because I'm, I'm kind of a bandwagon jumper. I got into the Elite after aew was announced i barely knew they were a thing before that um we've established this but like so like bullet club stuff to me is like yeah i know that i've seen some of that i understand that but it doesn't connect with me the way it does a lot of other people um so i like this enough i felt like it worked especially because they very much played up like Matt and Nick are like frustrated. They they're not doing it. Like, yeah, we're heels. Um, they're very much keeping tours. No, Matt and Nick are tweeners. They're not really interested in being straight up dickheads. I mean,
0: we're doing this to placate them so they don't hurt any more people. Hmm. You know? although
1: we did just super kick two two younger guys,
0: but it was um, also hey, we want to. do... Kenny's the champ, and he's our like he's technically our champ, so we gotta kind of protect him a little bit. There's nuances mm-hmm. here. There's, there's layers of layers of g- g- gray, g- g- gray. Um,
1: so that's six man tag with the elite next week. It's very obviously going to be the varsity blondes. But who do you think the third guy on their team is going to be?
0: Who do you think it's going to be? I want to hear. I want to hear what you think it's going to be. Because to me, it's obvious.
1: I dead ass didn't know. It just popped into my head.
0: Who do you think it's gonna be?
1: I don't think it's gonna be Hangman, dude. I think he's too involved in Dark Order stuff. Who do you think it's
0: gonna be? Because once I say his name, you're going to hit yourself in the fucking forehead over it.
1: You're probably right, because since you keep saying, who do you think it's gonna be? I just keep thinking of Edge because of you think you know me, but I'm like, he signed
0: to WWE! John Moxley.
1: Uh, (laughs) Just just tendering my resignation right here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I do one more. I want this to be official. Okay, hold on. If it's gonna be official, I'm just gonna blast your bald spot on uh, stream. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, who else would it? Yeah, be? yeah.
1: But also, I thought they were beating the shit out of him so he could go to New Japan because he's got a match in a couple weeks.
0: If it's two weeks, maybe. If it's more the next matches when they brutalize him. Sorry. No, they don't. No, 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 no. AEW goes full on kayfabe. They can't brutalize him and then he goes work in Japan. That breaks AEW kayfabe. Ooh. You're right. That's like killing Spider-Man and having him appear in the Avengers. Damn. Okay. I don't I know what we're doing then. Uh, what we're doing is finishing up the show because that's all the wrestling we watched this week. Uh, so what? You didn't f- watch Two Point Show? No, I didn't get to. I didn't get a chance to.
1: I literally came home and it was one of the first things I watched because I was like, "I'm probably gonna talk about this as well."
0: I'll um, I'll watch it and then we'll fucking message each other and go like, I know, that was that was cool." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but that was wrestling we watched this week. So what is your what's your takeaway? What's your, what's your secret... What's your magic word for wrestling this week? You can only... The camera can only see the K and the exclamation point. There Fuck. you go. Okay, cool. I'm glad you had that on camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh...
1: Um, yeah, it was, uh... I don't know. Like, I saw people saying this was like the best dynamite in recent memory, and I was like, "Yeah, this dynamite was good. It had a lot of really solid moments." And like, that's kind of wrestling as a whole for me this week is like, there are some good things that stuck out to me, but I don't feel like as a whole this was a tremendous week for wrestling.
0: It was, a and it's partially because. Go ahead. It was a solid. It was a solid dynamite. That's about it.
1: Hmm. I mean, the title match was incredible. There was some fun stuff going on here and there. Uh, you and I love the more sports entertainment-y things that were happening. Uh, it was a nice and, change MJF of pace because
0: normally uh, AEW is a lot more straight-laced. So this is like, hey, sports entertainment's fine every once in a while.
1: Yeah. Uh, but also, hey, Sting. Fucking do something.
0: He is doing something. He's walking out.
1: I, I just, I, I really hope there's like an angle at the end of that title
0: match next week. Uh, I mean, Sting wants to do cinematic matches. That's what he's there for. It's true.
1: But Sting, Sting's gonna make the crow's nest match
0: a thing. But uh, there's one last thing we need to kind of mention that uh, we fucking released a video game that's related to yeah, Wrestling. I- I'm surprised you didn't talk about that right at the start, because, like, holy fuck. It's out. Hey, hey, we did it. That's masturbatory. We have to eat sure. our vegetables before we talk about dessert. Before we talk about
1: it? We can't eat it? We're just going to talk about it?
0: No, no. We're watching our way. It's New Year's.
1: Fine. fine. I'm
0: just going to have yogurt presses But um, we've been working on Dream Johnny for a little bit of time. Uh, it's a visual novel dating sim where you date Dream Johnny. Johnny... John Silver.
1: Johnny Hungi. The the Dark Order boy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, BT Champ. <coughs> we did a release. It's pretty solid. It works. No bugs. Um, no, ma- no, no game-breaking bugs, as far as I'm aware. There's a good number of typos that need to be go ba- gone back and fixed. Um, I know some other things need to happen because, hey... Uh, someone actually streamed our game. Really? You didn't tell me? No, no. It just happened in the middle of the day one day. You were at work, so I didn't want to bother you. You could have sent me the replay. Yeah. I I forgot. Until right now. Okay. <laughs> um, and he and he just pointed out, like, yeah, that's a mistake. That's a spelling mistake. Uh, the music was wonky, so I got to go back and through and fix that. And so... That's going to be kind of a back burner play project for me. It's just kind of like making those fixes. I'm not giving you a definitive date when that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, because I'm kind of off of the project at this point. He's the games boy. I just kind of, I just kind of wrote a standard script and then Chris ran with it.
0: Oh yeah, I I added some things. Mm-hmm.
1: None of which I was like, Why did you put that in? I was just like, Oh, okay, nice touch. That, that 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 helps things.
0: Oh yeah, there were some bits I know you found really funny, like um basically Cody is showing the player character around and he goes like, Oh yeah, no, Dustin's invaluable, especially when he's talking about how to get into those jumpsuits. Man, we use a we spend a lot of money on cornstarch. <laughs> I didn't want to like, I, n- I
1: had never even thought of that. And when that line came up, I was like, oh my god, that's probably actually a thing.
0: Um, also, I want to add more music because I was watching the dude as he streamed it, and uh, the, it felt like the, the bulk and skull music played a little too often. Yeah. Um, Change it up a little and, bit. And, like,
1: I, I feel like there should be, like, a standard background theme for every area just so it never feels dull and quiet unless it's supposed to.
0: Yeah. But, uh, no, the dude enjoyed it when he was playing it. He got some truckles out of it, which is all we could ask for. Which ending did he get? Uh, he got the TNT one. He won the TNT champion. Hey. Eh. But, uh, Dream Johnny's out if you want to. Uh, I'll, we have to go back into the description and edit it. But if you want to go check it out, a link to it will be in the description.
1: Yeah, I'll make sure that's in there tomorrow after work if Chris yeah. hasn't already.
0: No one's gonna watch this podcast in the meantime. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, hey, I'll be. In- why don't you tell the people all the social media that's going to be irrelevant soon because you're changing things up.
1: Well, I don't know about that. I, I... Uh, things, stuff, it's all in the works. I mean, For to right an extent,
0: it's already, it's already irrelevant because of how many people don't watch your shit. Wow, fuck you! <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. I'm... I, hey, if it makes you any better, I'm even more irrelevant than you. Like we make that kind of joke about modular all the time, but
1: damn, I never thought we'd make that joke about each other,
0: bruh, bruh. My last video got like a hundred views. Doesn't really matter. Damn, I didn't know that sucks. I'm so I don't mad. know. I don't remember how many. It's been a while since I looked at it. And I'm uh, on modular. Hey, my
1: my latest video. Pa- what if Power Rangers Megaforce was good? A rewrite of the worst season of Power Rangers ever to make it good. Is currently sitting at like 277 views, so go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, I worked pretty hard on it, and I'm working pretty hard on uh, what if Super Mega Force was good? Uh, the rewrite of the second season of that show that's going to be out sometime before the end of this month. I'm very close to finishing the actual rewritten plots for episodes, uh, but then shooting it and editing it will take at least another week after that. So. We'll we'll see how that progresses. Um and uh yeah, you can find that at youtube.com slash the spelled uh, T-H-E-V-A-C-U-U-M-I-N-A-T-O-R. I'm also on Twitter at the and on Instagram at the And uh I just realized it's been a really long time since I've done anything with my Instagram. I should probably get back on that soon-ish. And I'm not I'm not saying that because I have plans to. I literally just realized that like woo. It's been a while since I've done some figure photography. I'm getting, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not Cardona. I'm getting, I'm getting a little itchy.
0: It's been a while. Uh, hey, howdy. I'm Chris Boing, a writer cast, and I do video essays and editorials, and apparently very bad jokes that possibly hurt my friend's feelings, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> you just caught me off guard. <laughs> um, I talk about a variety of things, uh, from shit like this, like, Savage Dragon, Azrael, Excalibur, uh, to Tokusatsu, Spider-Man, Spir- Alien and or Predator, <laughs> Bloodshoot, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Final Fantasy.
1: Oh, wow. It's just show and tell now. I love it.
0: Another Spooderman. My Ghostbusters are all the way over there, so I can't grab a Ghostbuster. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I just do a variety of videos on a variety of little subjects. Uh, <coughs> you can find me on YouTube at BoingoWriter. Uh, B O I N G O. Yes. Writer. R I D E R. Um Are you still there? You just I, I just thought you'd pipe up with a joke by now. Um You can find me on Twitter at Boingo underscore writer. You can find me on Instagram at Boingo underscore writer. And of course you can join my Discord server. Link to that is in the description. We have fun, we have gas, we have goofs. Uh, Cody and Vac have just been talking about something. Hold on. End the show back. Uh, sorry. Weird end. But that's the end. Good night.